Hi, everybody, and welcome to Scale-Ups Japan. Well, congratulations. An executive team member has just shared the exciting news. Your Scale-Up wants to enter the Japan market, and you've been chosen to lead the initiative. Maybe the trigger was recent trade show interest by Japanese companies. Or maybe your CEO has been talking with his CEO colleagues about their recent successes. Or maybe your Scale-Up has simply done early research suggesting a good fit with the Japan market. Regardless, the first 100 days of this initiative will likely determine whether your market entry is successful. So what do you want to accomplish in these first 100 days? Obviously, that's going to depend upon your current situation. Let's assume, though, that you've already commercialized an early product. And let's assume that your scale-up has done initial, well, casual research before you were tagged with this assignment. After that, what you want to do really depends on many factors that are specific to your industry, your scale-up, your technology, your products, and of course, your resources. That being said, there are a few common outcomes that you probably want to target during this initial period. And all these outcomes rely upon feet on the street research, direct conversations with business facilitators, potential partners, potential customers, potential representatives, and the challenge here is to get access to the right companies, the right people, and to extract meaningful feedback while you introduce your company. We'll talk more about what approaches work effectively another time. So what are the outcomes I'm suggesting? Well, first, a go-to-market roadmap. Let me repeat here again today, a go-to-market roadmap is critical to shape a coherent strategy one that you can share openly within your scale-up and selectively with external stakeholders such as partners. And we're not talking about a big hefty document here, probably five pages max. Any longer and you've wasted valuable time, but any shorter and you've probably, you're probably missing important details. So keep it focused because the basic goals are simply to help you shape your strategy, identify major activities, and yes, keep everybody aligned. Now, previously I've talked about including a prospect engagement plan and a partner engagement plan, but today we'll talk about those separately. The go-to-roadmap itself is really more focused on your market segments, business value proposition, technical differentiators, and competitor activity. And as you engage more with Japan stakeholders, you can incorporate promotional plans, product requirements, and even product or packaging regulations. So the second outcome that I alluded to was customer engagements. The biggest challenge from my experience is getting access to early prospects. Depending on the maturity of your market and your brand recognition in your own home market, it may not be such a Herculean task, especially if you have a local representative or a government trade officer with good industry connections who's helping you. Even so, you can expect significant effort to help them to help you. So remember, start this effort beginning day one, as I guarantee it's going to take more time than you may be thinking right now. And be patient, as you're going to need to cast a very broad net before you get a clearer picture of the business landscape, who the proper targets are, and how to approach them. So start by answering just a simple question. Who buys my products? What industry? What size? What use case? What value? And why us? 
The goal here is just to be able to start a dialogue with people so you can unlock those doors. The next outcome is partner engagements. Engaging with potential partners, well, yes, it can be just as challenging as approaching customers. But the good news is that partners are always exploring new technologies and new companies that they can bring to their Japanese customers. So usually they're more interested in hearing your pitch. Although over time, you're probably going to need to refine the profile of partners you really want to spend your time engaging with. But upfront, consider, how do I sell my products? What industry or segments? What distribution model? What size partners? What value add can each player provide? What markups do they earn? Again, the goal here is to start a dialogue with perhaps a local rep, trade commissioner or market consultant, and certainly potential partners about distribution and how your approach may or may not need to be adapted for the Japan landscape. And by the way, remember to ask prospects about their partners in your space. Questionable how open they're going to be at this stage, but certainly later on you can talk to them more about this and even ask for introductions at the appropriate time. The next outcome is, for lack of a better term, modus operandi. Most scale-ups, certainly in the early days, are going to continue to resource the Japan market entry with the existing team at least until they get some early leads or perhaps a reference customer or at least better visibility on the, the uh, sales pipeline. Hopefully that team already includes a focused business development role who's gonna have different goals, compensation, skills, and responsibility than a purely quota-driven sales role. But even with that person in place, there's a few key questions to consider upfront to help them get results fast. Can a representative speed up regulatory approvals or speed up the sales cycles with more ongoing customer contact? Can a reputable distributor take responsibility for what might otherwise be done by your scale-up, such as importing products or doing customer demos? How will you internally manage technical questions that are certainly going to increase as you start engaging more with partners and customers? And do you have budget to hire a translator or facilitator as you engage more uh, broadly in the Japan market? You don't need to have all the answers on day one, but you should consider how do you want the business to operate and any resources that you may want to request. Finally, remember executive team support. From my experience, circling back with the executive team as you approach the 100-day mark can be invaluable. Often there are commitments that you're going to need from other teams in your organization. And remember, everybody is already working on their own deliverables. Marketing, working on corporate promotion, engineering's focused on an upcoming release, supports dealing with a huge ticket backlog. Yet having executive commitment can help you negotiate at least some degree of support from those other teams and avoid continually losing priority as everybody fights their own daily fire, fires as we know so well. So that's it. Be sure to make the most of your first 100 days and start by setting a future meeting date to update your scale-up executive team right now. Then you've got a clear deadline to work towards. 
and be sure to spend a significant amount of time in Japan for in-person meetings as soon as international travel restrictions ease. Otherwise, seriously consider hiring a local representative who can be your feet on the street and do the business development in person rather than just relying upon Zoom engagements. This is Paul Kilbig. Thanks for listening again today. And join me again later for another episode of Scale Ups Japan. Music